You're listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. All are current EMS providers and educators with a combined 30 years experience. Each month, we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Hello and welcome everyone back to the Medic Materials Podcast. How was that cringe today, Gerard? So, you know, <laughs> you, you, you've heard, you know, the face that launched a thousand ships? Yep. That's the voice that sank a thousand <laughs> ships. <laughs> Dear U.S. military, if you're looking for a weapon, we've got <laughs> one right here. Go. <laughs> oh, start jamming shit. Up, start jamming all the Chinese communications <laughs> with that shit. <laughs> Oh, I love it. It really is entertainment watching you go, oh. It's a stroke every day. It's because I, I, I it, you know, like the music's playing and I'm just like, do, 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 do. And all of a sudden, you know, there's the voice. Ah, shit. <laughs> caught me off guard. It happens every time. How are you still getting caught off guard? That is true. <laughs> I mean, this is like what? Episode 36, 37, something like that. You should be I'm, used to I'm, it by I'm, now. I'm a slow learner. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, need pictures for him. Oh man, and pictographs. Forget it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good gravy. Uh, so uh, you wouldn't want to see my kind of pop up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christmas, man. <laughs> oh, I hope fuck. you can feel the disappointment radiating off of me right now. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> with that said, uh, we are, of course, here with Gerard and paramedic intern Kelsey. And uh, guys, I, I know, I'm just going to hit her theme song because you should know it now. Kelly, 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 So yeah, Emily was not able to uh, to join us for this recording session. So we are have our esteemed guest. Oh, she completely Kelly. tapped out. Uh, yeah, I I haven't heard from her, so no. I, I'm assuming that uh, we are going to be Kelly's em- got her Emily list in the trunk. You know, <laughs> she <laughs> damn it, Kelly. Time. <laughs> She's like, hey, you ain't stealing my thunder, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I we should ask her in private about that because. Uh, She's got that devious look. I don't know. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, her and the Cheetos. Right? Hey, Cheetos are yummy. <laughs> <laughs> they're so yummy. <laughs> I bet they're great now that they're, what, eight days old? Sitting down? <laughs> no, they're like, they're like an hour and a half. Oh, okay. It was literally was my nice. snack as I was putting up all oh, the stuff okay. to record today. Right. And then I literally just forgot about them. A half a snack. Half a snack. Some riveting conversation. Yep. <laughs> Everyone loves Everyone it. Everyone just went click. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Kelsey, let's do your rig check, and uh, then we will get into today's call review. So, guys, we have recently changed our email address, so for any questions, comments, or feedback you have, please email info.medicmaterials at gmail.com. We're especially asking that you send in any cool or interesting calls that you've done to show to show us for a review, for us to review on the show. You can email us those calls. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I can own that one. You can email us those calls at our new email. Make sure you rate and review the podcast on whatever streaming 
platform you listen from. And if you want to support Medic Materials by buying our merch or using our Leatherman partnership below, you can use the link tree, which is going to be below um, on any of our videos, our YouTube videos or our podcast videos. And today we are shouting out our listeners in Nepal and Maryland. Nepal. Nepal. Viva Nepal. Where Viva is Nepal? Above India. You know where the Himalayas are? Why did I think it was Italian? Because you're... Y- you're thinking <laughs> of Naples. <laughs> that would make sense. So, so literally, like, the only thing I know in Nepalese is Iogracale. Which translates to? Shrek. The, the Gurkhas <laughs> are upon you. <laughs> if, if okay. You, if you hear that, you're probably going to be Cuisinarded in about three seconds by a kukri. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All of that was gibberish. Yeah. You didn't know who Ramstein and or John Denver was. I so knew what John Denver was. No, saying. you didn't. So, so, now, so, yes. now, so all you out there, now ponder this. <laughs> what kind of conversation were we ha- having that had John Denver <laughs> and Ramstein in it? That is also <laughs> How much you want to bet half your listeners don't know who Ramstein is? That's By it. the way, John Denver sings Country Roads for all you struggling out there. Yes, they already knew. Everybody knew <laughs> but you. <laughs> I don't think everybody. 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 <laughs> Even the Gurkhas in the palm, though. But uh, but in other news, you know, we did uh, we we infrequently talk about you know EMS news here on the podcast, but it is one thing that we can talk about. Um, I just wanted to bring up the uh, the aircraft news with the Hagerstown um, Air Methods aircraft that uh, that did uh, crash in. Uh, in a suburb of Philly, uh, shortly before we recorded this, um, you know, it's one of those things where I actually got the text message, um, from a friend of mine with like a picture of, Hey, fallen aircraft by a church. And the friend was like, is your wife working? So it's one of those things that, you know, hits home for us. Cause then I'm like, okay, well, what aircraft is it? And where did it actually go down? Because around here, it could just be my wife who knows, but, um, you know, safely to say, she doesn't fly that far into Pennsylvania, so it had to be an aircraft from down there. But, uh, you know, kudos to the pilot. He did, like we were discussing, yeah. did exactly what he was supposed to do to land that uh, land that aircraft, and um, everyone came out with literally minor injuries. Yeah. So it was it was that's absolutely perfect. That's what you know. trained for, yeah. Exactly. So it's, uh, it's uh, funny, like you even said that, because, like, my – like in my former life, it, was, it, it would be the same thing. Yeah, you know, we hear an aircraft went down, and like the first thing is, is you just start calling everybody you right. know. Right, everybody like, you hey know, dude. You know, like, are you still alive? Yep. You know, and oh, and yeah. literally, I, that's exactly what I did. I sent my wife a picture of what my friend had sent me, and I said, yeah. "Um, are you still among the living? <laughs> <laughs> are you dead yet? Right? Are you dead yet? Um, you know." And then it took her, of course, like an hour and a half to answer, and I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> Do I finally get to the cool side of the bet? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I just wanted to touch base You're on awful. that. <laughs> Shut up. I didn't even hear and acknowledge what you said Thank until you. just now. <laughs> <laughs> like it registered and then I was talking and I didn't really ponder it. <laughs> I so I like regretted it as soon as I said it. I was like, man, that's fucked up. I can't nah. That's that's wrong. Oh man, but uh, but yeah. So getting into this uh, this call review today, uh, just a warning to you guys that this call kind of takes place in two parts. So and and we'll kind of gather um, why uh, a little bit in time. But there's something that occurs within this call that I have literally 
never, ever witnessed before. And I'm almost wondering on the legalese of things if it's actually legal to do. So there, okay. there's something that we're going to talk about later on. But Oh, I already got the, I already got the title for this one. Okay. I, you are the title master. Barely legal. Oh, there you go. There we go. <laughs> Great pay-per-view. Hey, and you know Great what? Great pay-per-view, by a- the way. And look at all the more other people that you'll attract just with that what title. What did you That's guys true. drink before you came down here today? <laughs> Nothing, <Ice> actually. <laughs> completely sober as a Jaybird. As a Jaybird. Yeah. I have to go to work in a few hours. There's nothing yeah. in my system. Uh, I so just have to go home in my pajamas. Because <laughs> it's radio. That's right. So the uh, the system that we're in is located in a rural town of about 4,000 people, which is covered by a local private ambulance that staffs its rigs with the standard configuration of one EMT basic and one paramedic. Um, the hospitals within this area, there is one local hospital within the town of 4,000 people. Um, we label it a hospital, but it is more of a critical access center. Okay. Um, they do admit certain patients, but they're only admitted for like dehydration, sepsis, very minor things that they can handle. Um, the next closest hospitals are approximately one hour away, North and South from this town. Um, so you guys are dispatched a Delta priority or priority one to a local maximum, uh, security prison for a 32-year-old male with altered mental status and possible traumatic injuries. Mm. So before we even get <clears> into <throat> the rest of everything, have you guys ever done calls within the prison system? Yes. I recently got yelled at because I was too nice to an inmate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've I can't that. honestly say that I would ever yell at somebody for that. They're, they're still human beings. Like, I don't really care what I'm going in there for, yeah. nor I mean, what they've done to be in there. Unless they've given me a reason to be that way. Exactly. I'm just be like, hey, man, what's up? You know, hey. Exactly. You know Treat them like humans. L- life already sucks for them pretty much. So, yeah, you know. right? I mean, um, I'm not going to go through the, li- I'm not go through the litany of uh, that we've already covered in the last one we did with, uh, you know, where we pretty much went down the entire spectrum of things you need to worry about in prison. But, right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I that did, was a, I did that was a great about episode. that episode. Oh, yeah, it was, was phenomenal. Yeah, we 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 have we're well steeped. Wasn't ass oxygen in that one or something? Yes, something that, something, something like that. Yeah. Hemispheric oxygen. By hemispheric yeah. oxygenation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. yep. I remember that. But, um, uh, but yeah, no, I've done uh, I've state penitentiaries, county jails, stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, and you know it's it's a challenge in its own right. So I've I've yeah, been up and in. down the spectrum, yeah. right? I've I've been in all female prisons. I've been in juvenile prisons. I've been in local um, local you know county jails, state prisons. I I've feel even like been into scared me the most. You know, teenagers ju- are mean on a so, baseline. So I will tell you, juvie was actually um, the it, it it's a juvenile center. Uh, that I was in for a a long time. Um, what did what? you do? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, and it makes it sound like he went to juvie. He killed, well, a, he killed a man just to watch him die. I will yeah. tell you how often that we went into this juvenile center was crazy. Like yeah. you would go in there three times a week in this in this district. Yeah. It was insane, and um, so yeah, literally you felt like you lived there, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, it like I will agree. They were always the most irritable, aggressive patients. Teenagers are awful to begin with. You like you yeah. go into the the maximum security federal prison that I used to go into, and they're just like, yeah, whatever, take care of me, please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. You know. But yeah, like there is there is challenges getting in 
and out getting is, in and out is yeah. incredibly difficult. Yeah, especially with anything that's time sensitive, it's like right. It you're is, sitting there and they're they're wanding underneath the vehicle, they're checking all your IDs, and it's just like, oh, come on, dude. Right. You know, and then as as we'll see in this call, a lot of times they take some of your stuff. You're mm. not allowed to go in with certain things. Yeah, no sharps, shit you like know? that. Yeah. yeah, so now you're just yeah. like, okay, well, now what am I supposed to do? You know, if it's critical, you know, if it's a critical type mm. of patient. So um, as, you're, as you're getting there, uh, dispatch tells the EMS crew that they're being requested to enter through the front entrance of the prison and not through the normal way, which is the truck trap. Right. Um, as their patient is still located within the cell block and not in the prison infirmary. Um, so that, in our area, happens very infrequently. Like, you don't go into the cell blocks. Right. They bring them into the infirmary, right, right. and you go in through the infirmary. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think the one, the only one I did at the one that's around here uh, where we didn't do the infirmary, or infirmary we were actually, it, we didn't go to the cell blocks. It was like that, uh, oh, like, like a, a holding? Yeah, no, where they have, like, to do their activities, like the trustees and okay. stuff like that. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So it's not like... It's almost like an atrium kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, and it was a, a it was unresponsive dude that, uh, you know, he uh, he said he, he all he did was smoke a cigarette that the homies gave him. But uh, he came around with Narcan, so... Yep. Yeah. Hey, the that, fucked you up. that cigarette was nice. Here with them homies, you know? <laughs> so... Uh, so <laughs> the uh, the crew finally arrives at the prison and unloads their gear onto the stretcher. They take in their first in bag, their airway and oxygen bag, and then the medic brings in their ALS bag. Um, once inside the front entrance, they are met by multiple corrections officers at the front desk. Um, their gear is searched, and all EMS shears, personal knives are taken. Both of the phones of the providers are taken. Their unit radio is taken. I don't like that. As well as the paramedics' keys are taken after unlocking the air, their ALS bag. Hmm. That makes me... I don't like that either. So, more. again, how comfortable would you guys be with something like this? I like, now you've you've lost all communication with the outside world except for the guards. I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily worrying about that because they are there. Right. And they've got... They're wired up for, you know, everything they need to call. Yep. Um, so, I'm, I'm not too worried about that. The thing I don't like is... Yeah, you're not taking my freaking narcotic keys. That's uh, yep. No, that's what <laughs> Sorry. I. Yeah, because again, uh, yeah. most most agencies have their ALS bag is locked, but right. their narcs are locked inside of that Correct. with their own separate lock. So you take those keys, you don't I'm have access to narcotics, those. right? Yeah. No, right. I'm not playing that game. You know. So then, what do you do? Do you leave your narcs? Do you do you fight for one key? Do you go back outside and lock up your narcs outside? I, I, like, what would you do I, I in don't that know, situation? You don't have to be a dick about it. Just be like, look, I have narcotics I'm responsible for. They're either staying with me. My keys are staying with me. You can yep. get the bag. Keys stay with me, or I got to put the bag back and lock it up. Right. You know, one but then the you lose all of your, like, unless you're just talking to, like, your narcotics bag, you know, then you lose all of your stuff. Now, oh, are well. they taking you know? it and carrying it with them, or are they taking it and putting it somewhere else? Because you might even be able to bargain, hey... I can't have my keys, but you're going to have to hold on to them, and you're going to stay with me at all times. You might be able to play that chip. I mean, that's a possibility, too. Or, I mean, even if you wanted, they're going to lock all this stuff up in the front desk locker Mm. anyway. Lock up the narcotics with the keys in there. Mm. But again, I don't like that one either. It's your responsibility. So, you know, playing devil's advocate. Just things to think about because there's a lot of people that have never done prison calls, you know. Um, So... The crew is led through the prison to one of the cell blocks. Uh, they pass through about five of the, you know, barred doors yep. on their route to the cell block. 
and they they currently have four corrections officers with them. Um, when the crew arrives at the cell block, they enter through a gated doorway into a large atrium that's surrounded by two levels uh, of like a big circle. Yeah. So it's it's almost like, like an activity. On the TV shows. Exactly. It's a pod. It's a pod. Yeah. Um, so there are inmates in all the cells. And you're in this atmosphere of screaming, yelling nonstop because, again, there's stuff happening. Right. I've been in this situation before. It's loud. It's echoey. It's loud. It's unnerving at times. So the officers lead you to the middle of the atrium by a section of tables, and there's another dozen guards surrounding your patient in a big circle. Jesus. So the patient's found laying on the right side on the floor of the atrium. The, uh, the crew moves within the guard circle and makes contact with their patient for the first time in about 30 minutes, this process from getting on scene to getting to the actual patient. That's insane. Now, 30 minutes is absolutely nothing. Yeah. I've waited way longer to get inside of prisons. I know. 30 minutes is fucking nothing. So, so they literally, like, have you ever seen anyone out there seen space balls when they say, you know, comb the desert? Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what they do to your freaking truck and yep. all your shit. Yep. Insane. Yeah. You think you're being a little too literal with this? No. Nope. No. Nope. We're combing the desert. Yep. So, <laughs> they're uh, when they when they enter this circle, they're uh, they're met with the facility uh, RN who is with the patient attempting to bandage wounds. Um, they find the the patient unresponsive to verbal stimuli, or responsive to verbal stimuli. I'm sorry. Oh, that's completely different. Yeah. That changes, <laughs> sorry. The, that changes the whole story. Here, I'll hit. I'll hit the so responsive to verbal stimuli with groans only. Um, he offers no verbal conversation other than just sporadic groans and moans. Wow. Um, yeah, pretty much. He yeah. is currently on a non-rebreather mask set to 15 liters oxygen. And uh, as the EMT gets down next to him, finds a large pool of blood under the right side and under his back. I'm willing to bet this wasn't a horrible laundry accident. I'm willing to bet you're going to have a lot of good things to say in this I'm episode. I'm willing to bet Great. that I know the proper grammar on what happened. As long as I can get a toss and a salad joke in, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that, Kelsey, you can go to Shanksville on this no, one. No, no, so, no, no, no. It's shipped. You I can't mean, get shipped. you got to get... It's No, we actually Googled this the one day. It's a shiving, not this. a shanking. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. We Googled this the one day. Why? Because we wanted to know. <laughs> you watch. Is, we're, is, we're this, gonna, is this where you're finding your nerds? <laughs> nerds. <laughs> I don't remember how it got brought up now. We were talking about this. We are like, oh, what's the difference between a shave and a shank? And we had to out, actually Google it. When she walks out today, the her shank pants is will be the like noun, the down. shiv is the verb. There you go. Now you know. Now you know. And so now, you, hold and now on. you know enough. Hold on. So then, because this is the first time I've learned that there's a difference. Oh, there's a difference. So are you, you telling shanked. me by the shiv, by or the is shiv. it you've got no, no, no. shivved you by, got the shank. by the shank? Shivved by the shank. Shivved by the shank. <laughs> shank is the noun, okay. shiv is the verb. First off, of our, our listeners in prison, we, we need a ruling on this. <laughs> first off, if you want to ever talk about a badass porn title, shiv by the shank <laughs> is phenomenal. Wow. <laughs> you, just got, you just got an AVN award. There you go. Yes. <laughs> so this prisoner got shivved. Yes. So okay. So uh, they uh, they roll him over to examine him and find that his airway is open. However, his face is severely swollen and bloodied. There's both Shoot dried. And beat. There's both dried and non non dried blood. 
Blood dried. Yeah. So there is both dried and non-dried blood within the airway, as well as some missing dentition. Mm-hmm. Um, there are large blotches of blood stains on his clothes. The medic lifts up the shirt and finds multiple puncture and stab wounds scattered around the thorax. Uh, there is also heavy bruising noted to the left chest wall. Lung sounds are taken almost immediately. Um, and found to be diminished on the right side with shallow ventilations and absent on the left side oh, good. in both the apices and the bases. He has a carotid pulse, but barely present radial pulses. Um, so with this initial presentation, we've already you know established the shiv and the shanking. Um, where do you guys believe this crew needs to be heading first? Um, I mean... As long as the airway, if it's not full of blood right now, um, just maybe keep somebody on that just to keep an eye on it. Definitely secure it, maybe MPA. But uh, right now I'm going to the chest, and I want to, I want to maybe seal some of that shit up. Yeah, because there's no like yeah. there's no gurgling or or bubbling or you yeah, know sounds coming it's from the airway. Just keep an eye on it, but don't you don't right don't get focused. And on and it. with the with the missing dentition, you know yeah. I'm. I'm more prone to go OPA here just because of all the facial trauma. Well, if he's responding to voice. But, right. Yeah. But he's still responsive. So, at yeah. this point, you can't really do, you know, any airway. Because, again, I would be hesitant to put in the OP or the NPA mm. because of the facial trauma. Okay. I don't know how deep that goes. Yeah, I can't. I, you know? I don't have a picture of him, so. Right. Yeah. Neither I do I. I. All right. So we'll, we'll just say we'll just say he's, you know. We're watching. AFU. So, he's all fucked up. Yes. And <laughs> We'll Not yet foobard, but right. he's just AFU. all fucked up. Right. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, I would start breaking out the chest seals. I agree. Yeah. So the uh, the RN reports to the EMS crew that according to the guards, there was a gang attack on this individual, uh, which caused the guards to lock down the block. During the attack, guards witnessed multiple improvised knives and puncture weapons being used multiple along multiple shanks, multiple shanks, um, being used along with hands. And feet. So. With a nice trifecta. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, you got to have all three. Right. It's, it wouldn't be a gang attack without all three. Exactly. So the RN and the EMT begin bandaging wounds on the thorax. Um, they find How a many are there? We'll get there. Oh. So they find a puncture wound to the left uh, pec area, and they find multiple deep lacerations of varying That's size to the abdomen and right flank. Uh, they count seven individual wounds on the thorax and abdomen. The, uh, the EMT only applies one occlusive dressing, and that's over the puncture wound on the left chest, on the left pec area. Um, and when I did a little bit more digging, they only applied one occlusive because that's all they had. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like they could just go, chest seal for this, chest seal for that, chest seal for this, and do all seven. I mean, I... And really, well, uh, well, for I mean, the other ones... Well, I was going to say, I mean, you, you, in situations like this, you, you, you might need them later. But, um, well, I mean, well, we know he's not a pediatric, so, I mean, you have pediatric pads in your monitor. Yep. You could always just snip one off, and you got an occlusive dressing right there. But Yep. Or, oh, I mean... That's so cool. I've what yeah. is what is the way we yeah. always said, you know, use... Sandwich bag. Use the sand... You know, use the baggie that the... from the a non-rebreather. The non-rebreather. Annula, whatever. Yeah. Right. Tape three sides down. Yep. yep. You know, so there's there's improvised ways that you right. could you could deal with other, um, you know... I mean, the abdomen stuff, 
we're going to worry about that later. But yeah, I mean, the, the one under the right, we said the right. Uh, so there's uh, like one right right flank area. Yeah. Um, it wasn't described to me. It was just right flank. I don't know if it's in the How chest. High up or no. Exactly. Okay. I don't know. Right. Um, but well, let's just say if it, if it's if it's above the bottom of the rib cage, then I probably would, you know, depending on what it looked like. Right. That might be the second place to go. Yep. I agree, and I think the the abdominal wounds. We'll, we'll get to let's, those. Let's bandage yeah. them, but I don't think, yeah. you know, we have to if I don't have occlusive an Israeli, dressing yeah. them. Right. I mean, I'll right. Just, we'll deal with them later. Right. So the uh, the medic at this time does something I disagree with. They move and get the stretcher to begin extrication out of the prison. Bleeding is mildly controlled from all of these sites at this point in time. And um, bandaging that is there is quickly being soaked through. So... Here you go, Emily. Your wet bandage. Um. <laughs> well, you know, no. Uh, so I, um, I was. I you, don't disagree. You, I was just to say you, you, you and me may be on the same page here. Okay. I don't necessarily disagree. Um, I'm sure there's other factors that we probably don't have. Mm-hmm. You know, priv- we're not privy to, but um, not even from a security standpoint. You know, like having a perimeter or anything. So I'm not not necessarily worried about that with all the guards. But you know, let's be honest. I mean, shit can go down quick. Right. Absolutely. But. Just knowing how long it takes to get in and out of these places, mm-hmm. it might be the more prudent thing. Is hey, let's just let's get the show on the road, and we'll just we'll work on the way. Plus, you okay. have extra hands. I mean, guards yeah. can move a stretcher just fine, and you, mm-hmm. your EMT it, and the it, nurse it, can it, all be doing things yeah. on the go. I mean, I mean and that's true. But again, how functionable okay. yeah. <laughs> really can I be bandaging yeah. while moving or doing you know something well, like while said, moving? I mean, it, it's it's. It, I think it's a. I think at that. It's I a situational thing, but like, let's just say it's you know like a worst case scenario. You know, shit's getting real. We need to get the fuck out of there just because you know it takes a half hour to get the hell back out of the mm-hmm. prison. Now you're already yeah, what, an hour and a half since it's happened. Let's keep mm-hmm. going. He's let's, already let's lost just, that let's much start blood. Start moving, and I'll do the best I can. You know? I don't have a lot. I don't carry blood. The only thing that's really yeah. going to stabilize this guy is an OR. Yeah, I mean, unless they yep. have like a full, like wonderfully stocked. You know, they, you know they don't. Of course they don't. But <laughs> it's a, it's I, a prison. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I disagree. It, it could be California. You know? <laughs> yeah, and even still, yeah, things are, you know, under lock. <laughs> but I'm just, so. I mean, I get where you're going. Yeah. And, it, I, and I see I see the benefit in it. Um, the only thing that I can play devil's advocate for is, again, there are certain times where taking, I'm not saying sit there for 30 minutes. Right. But maybe sitting there and g- taking an extra five to really figure out your ABCs, mm. fix certain ABCs, you know, before we just go, okay, we're going to bolt. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, bolt you know? with no plan. Right. But, like, definitely, like, know what you want to do before you start moving. Right. And but even there, you know, like, we have, uh, you know, chest wounds with absent lung sounds. Right. That nothing's been done for at this point, and they're going and getting the extrication stuff. That's still in B. We haven't even yeah. completed B, you know, right. in, in full theory. So I, I think that's where I'm hesitant to let's, f- let's fix A, B, C to our best of our abilities and then go. I, 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 I can agree to that. But like I said, it, it, but I get your point. It's, it I is going to take like an extra 30 minutes to, to get this out. Guy, I, you know, we, we can beg him while we're, we're walking down the hallway. Yep. Um, Suckily, but we can do it. But right, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> right. it's like, 
It's not something you can't do. Right. Yes. Um, Suckily. That was a good word. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It fit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not even going to no no dig on that one. No, I'm excited about I that. I know one. he made that shit right the fuck up, but Yes, I did. But we're we're definitely <laughs> sticking with it. That is now in the lexicon. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, the uh Suckly Dokly. <laughs> so, the uh the medic goes, gets the stretcher, right? Um bleeding's mildly controlled, bandages being quickly soaked through at this point. He's moved on to the stretcher. Now, anyone who knows prison, you know, uh operations this would be the time where all of the guards would normally place the, you know, the prisoner into all of the hard restraints. Right. Right. Um, however, they were like, fuck that. This guy is way too incapacitated to move. So here's one thing that I will, I would demand before we go anywhere. Who, who here searched him? Yep. Yeah. No, no. According to the story I got, no one ever asked. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, is he searched? Does he have a weapon on him? Right. You know, yeah, he, he's responsive he's to verbal stimuli. But, you know, he, but there could be something in the old prison wallet that we don't know about, you right. know? So. Yeah, and you know what? Who knows what he's going to do if he wakes up? It may be up. slippery, but I want to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, so glad. Did that go over your head? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I really got Oh, open. my God, Jesus. That's what the blank look is for. Okay, good, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for all of them that did get that, <clears throat> gross. <laughs> it's prison. What do you want? <laughs> do you know what I was You know those, um, I don't know, they were toys like I was a kid, and they were the little plastic Watch, tube just things. Don't, that, like, don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm already waiting. <laughs> what were they called? The and toy where you stick the why thing is, in its ass? Why yeah. is she <laughs> saying <laughs> plastic tubes? Yeah, they had like the little jelly inside. They're and they're like, <laughs> what? Oh, shit. Dude, they were an actual thing. Please hold. They were an actual thing. <laughs> what are they called? Wow. Oh, yeah. They were like some cheap dollar store toy. Oh, uh. my God. So... Can I let her in on what we're talking about? I don't want to know. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> I want my innocence. On this one. Everybody, keep going. Hey, everyone has Google. They can Google the old prison wallet. Oh, no. They they know. <laughs> they know. I was talking about her. Uh, yeah, we can keep okay. going. <laughs> I want the pass on that one. All right. But you know what I'm talking about? No. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Oh, I'm going I'm gonna to go to the dollar store and find one. <laughs> I'm going to go to the dollar store and find one. Please don't. <laughs> Typically, you you don't go to the dollar store for you these. You really don't want to give me visual aids. I'm sorry. That's just yeah. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, moving yeah. on. Moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's too incapacitated at this point in time to that in the guards' belief require restraint. Okay. So movement out of the prison is then started. And uh, once outside the prison, he's placed into the ambulance. Now, um, we've figured out that this guy is, you know, more or less fairly serious, right? Oh, yeah. And we've also kind of, you know, had the discussion that this medic really hasn't done a lot as of yet, right? So I'm I'm still going to give him the, you know, let him have a long leash on this because the situation of where we're at. Right. There's other circumstances. So... Where do you guys, what is that next step for this paramedic? ABCs. 
Yeah. Start let's, again. Let's, let's go ahead and start You're over again. You're now in your office. Like We kind of have it. We Let's face it. We kind of have a baseline, and we know where we were. Mm-hmm. Let's trend that. Let's go ahead and let's re-listen to Lung Sounds. Did anything get worse? Did anything get better? Yep. You know, especially with the, the, the one seal that we put on. Yep. Right? Um, and then, yeah, let's let's go ahead and get the full full set of vitals. Uh, hook them up to the monitor. Yep. Uh, let me get access. I agree. You know. So, it, you know, you bring up access, and that's one thing um, that never actually happens in this call. Really? Yeah. And and we'll get we'll get there. Um, but one of the things that I always do in any prison call that I do, if I know that I'm going to be, um, you know, obtaining IV access, I will actually do it prior to putting on any restraint. Hmm. Solely because, yes, it is possible to straighten out arms, it's just but easier. it's a whole lot easier yeah. to do it when they're on their stretcher, right. they're cool, they're calm, they know they're getting shackled in two minutes, and I'm right. like, hey, pause, time out, let's get an IV, right. then do all that stuff. And, and I've had people, I mean, not in this bad of a shape coming out, but, you know, they they know that there's something wrong, and then, and they understand, hey, we're here to help them. Right. And they know what the deal is. They, they, they know they're, you know, they're not getting out. Right. You know, yeah, this isn't a vacation. But they're, like, not gonna try, they're not going to try anything stupid because right. they're really you know, not in any shape to do it. So Right. You know, like I said, you treat them like people. Right. And it's right. amazing how far you can get, yep. you know. Yep. So this paramedic uh, does actually go down the vital sign route, right? Yep. Um, vital signs are taken, um, hooked up to the cardiac monitor. Blood pressure via the, uh, the NIBP cuff returns as 41 over 20. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Um, he is, like I said, he's placed on the cardiac monitor. Initial rhythm shows a sinus rhythm in the 90s, which I am shocked at. Um, oh, I'm sure it was probably well above 100 oh, earlier. At, at one point <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, and uh, respiratory rate is between 9 and 10. Very, very, very shallow. Uh, very shallow. Thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> and um, an SpO2 is unreadable at this point in time. Time out. I have a question. No. Okay. So, I have a question. <laughs> Go ahead. Did we ever get, like, allergies, medical history, meds, anything like that before we left the facility? Uh, you get a packet, but it was never given to me, so I okay. can't relay okay. that to you. Okay. I mean, like, not like so it's I've, the end of the world, but, I have no like, idea. I really want to know what you're allergic to. That would be a, a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care if he's, you know, taking omeprazole or anything. No, like that. But, right. if but if he's allergic to, you know, opiates, that'd be kind of nice to know. Right. Or oh. is he on a blood thinner? Yep. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd, that'd be, be a nice really good one. Yeah. You know. When was your last tetanus shot? If Emily was here, that's the only thing she'd want to know. Because I'm gonna fix that. <laughs> she says no. It's like getting a BG on him right now. Hey. Right. <laughs> don't really fucking care. Right. You know? The the blood that he does still have <laughs> right. left in his body is at sixty. <laughs> right. Fuck off. Nobody cares. Um, but uh, I, I think yeah, after just a quick snag of vitals, I think we're gonna go right back to the breathing issue. I agree. Um, I agree. I think. I'm at this point, probably have my EMT start getting the BVM going. Yep. And yeah, I'm getting access, and we're going to take care How of the blood pressure. How responsive are we? Mm-hmm. We got to start are doing we some just <laughs> do some volume replacement. Yep. Um, might have need to, need to decompress depending on. Yep. What we uh. What you hear? What we hear? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it initially that whole left side was absent. Completely absent. Yeah. You know, you had the opportunity to needle decompress then, you know, yeah. especially with the chest wound. You know, did kind we of have thing. Our, did we have that stuff with us? That might be something you did might not be able to Again, take. you know. From all accounts to me, the keys were taken, but the ALS bag was still there. Okay. So they should have had the proper equipment to do a okay. needle decompression. I mean, it, it also depends on where, I mean. I, I, I know. I hate, Are you actually going, using. Well, I'm just saying I hate going down this hole. What if, what if, what if, because I mean, we could be, be here all day doing this. 
but but we enjoy it. But there, I mean, there are agencies where you know your 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 needle decompression stuff is in your tube roll. Yes. You know, yeah. And they probably didn't let you take your tube roll in. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah, and and I know they carry their airway and oxygen bag, uh, but I don't know if right. that holds a tube roll. Right. So I mean, not I, something I, that I, I asked. You know, we're in, so like, again, I'm not going to fault and say, hey, yep. you know, they screwed the Hey, mooch. you didn't do it. Right. This is just a weird freaking situation. So yep. I agree. Yeah. Now, would you have done the needle decompression right then and there or would you have waited? In, <sighs> inside. So this is something that I wanted to talk about. I was going to say, if, if, if I had it with me and I heard absent lung sounds and we know we've had trauma, I probably would have done it right there. Yeah. It's in your ABCs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a life saving, right. you know, type of thing. Um, intervention. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of where I, I I of course knew where this was going, and that's why I was saying take that extra two minutes yeah. and do your ABCs in in where you found them in the cell block behind the wall of security. Like, okay, I can waste two minutes to do a needle decompression to get them BVM'd on oxygen to you know do these other life-saving things in ABC, yeah. so I'm not waiting 15 minutes to get out to the truck yeah, before I, mean, I start doing them. Like but I understand it is circumstantial. Like, right. like I said, I'm not, not going to fault them for wanting to get the show on the road. Right. Me neither. I mean, if this was, you know, somebody's house, you know, you know it's somebody, totally you know, it was a domestic story. or something went, you know, and somebody got, you know, shanked or whatever, shivved. But yeah. no, hold, hold on. on. Wait, hold Outside on. of prison, it's right, stabbed. Right, stabbed. I'm sorry mm-hmm. about that. I just, yeah. <laughs> You know, proper I, I, I've been institutionalized. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I am not going down that road. Please don't. Um, okay. Yeah, no. Good stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I have things going through my head that I just do not want to Next. Yeah. Okay. So, Kelly, what do you got? <laughs> wow. Good point. Riveting. That is a really, That's really awesome. riveting wow. point. I never thought of that. But no, like this I is why we keep you around, Kelly. Exactly. Yeah, now shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Step on our toes. You talk too you? much. Um, but yeah, I w- I'm not going to necessarily fault them. Right. In this p- particular situation. Yeah. So the uh, once the once all the vital signs are taken, the medic actually goes and gets the BVM and begins ventilation. What? Yep. Why? Go ahead and hit the button. What? You're welcome. <laughs> So, hit the button. So, So, yeah, the medic actually gets the BVM and begins to ventilate uh, this guy. How responsive are we at this point? At this point, you're now into the painful stimuli. I was like, at a blood pressure 40 out of 20, I'd be surprised if you were anything less. Yep. But so we're deciding we're not going to do ALS stuff today? Apparently. This is this is why this this is getting. Oh, this is opposite day. This is opposite oh, okay. day. Apparently. Awesome. Right <laughs> so now maybe they're new. Uh, no, I'm gonna do opposite day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so Japan time back. No, now this is where the whole call I said gets interesting, right? Okay. Remember, there is the critical access center ten minutes away. Yeah. I found out. After, you know, a, a fair amount of questioning, there's a level two trauma center one hour south. There is a small city hospital with no trauma services an hour north. There is, in, there is even a level one trauma center about an hour and 45 minutes south. Can you fly an I would, inmate? I would, oh, absolutely. 
I was How's going, that work? I, the, so they'll, they'll, here's where well, this is, it's going to get interesting. This is what I was, my, my question was going to be is, do we have air medical available? Because if they are, Critical Access Hospital. Get to the chopper! <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we're, gonna, we're going to go to the Critical Access. They're going to freaking do whatever they have to do as far as you know, respiratory therapy, whatever. You know, I'm sure they have that there. Yep. And if we need to bring a flight crew down there and bring bring them the whole show back to wherever the chopper's at, I think that that's that's probably a good plan. Because that critical access facility. Because I'm not taking this blood. guy on the road for an hour. Okay. I don't. He ain't gonna make it. He ain't gonna make it. I agree. One hundred percent. He ain't making it. Plus, critical access facilities also have blood. Right. And yep. I don't. Can air medical fly with blood with a doctor's uh, orders? Yes. Yeah. I don't. Well, I mean, you can technically do anything with the doctor's so, orders. But so I just, it's actually it's Pennsylvania in in New York State, including the. Uh, oh wait, it's not Pennsylvania. I don't know where we are. I I don't. I, I know where we are, but I'm not going to tell you crash. where we are. So, so the in Pennsylvania in at least with my wife's company in this state, if a doctor ordered them to have blood they can take blood because they have a nurse on board. Yep. Mm-hmm. It has actually just been signed into law, and now they're making the transition that they will have blood on their helicopter at all times. Yeah. So even if they get a scene call and they need right. blood, they can now give <clears throat> blood on scene because they have that nurse on board. I almost wonder if my thing had something to do with that. I don't know. I because honestly do. we, I know it's been in the works for a long time. We had to go to the hospital, and that's what we got that day. Yeah. It, it's probably part of the long-standing yeah. reason as to why they got yeah. it back. I would, because I th- they it. had it, then the state took yeah. it away, and now they gave it back to them. Yeah, because that was a great example of, yeah, we really could have used that shit like, yeah. yep. you know, a little sooner. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he needs an airway, and he needs some volume replacement. And Correct. You can only put so much saline in him before he codes anyways. Right. Yeah, and in fact, <laughs> I'll be honest, man. I, if we get... If we get a couple of BPs cycled through that are around that same, you know, reading. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm, of course, I'm going to start dumping fluid in, but I may just go ahead and get that, get the freaking levofit going. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not even going to wait. Yeah. So I'm with you on there. Yeah. Now, here's here's where this gets uh, the the whole interesting part of this. Yeah. We bring up air medical, right? Yep. Um, is it possible to fly an inmate? Sure. Absolutely. Right? Um, however. Yes, I didn't know what rules there were. <laughs> so so get this, right? I've flown inmates, right? Okay. They've been, um, you know, from lower tiered facilities. It's not the, uh, you know, the, the federal or the, right, you right. know, maximum security. Um, it's not Hannibal Lecter. Right. Right. Now, the, uh, the crew does know that air medical is available. They are able to fly, and they're not contacted. Why? Because in, in this case, there's twofold reasons, one of which I can kind of understand, the second of which I don't understand, and that's where this goes fucking bonkers. Okay. The first is the aircraft that covers their area does not have enough room to hold a guard. So the guards were hesitant to release the patient right. with no guard there. No, I, I get that it. That I can understand. So, But in this In this instance, he's probably not going to yeah, run away when he gets to the hospital. Yeah, he's not, he's not faking this. Right. You know, this is, this is not incarceritis. Right. 
Yeah. So I can I can see where they would be a rock and a hard place kind of thing with yeah. that kind of it's mentality. Also, how much do you want to fight? But I mean, right? Well, what I was gonna say, I mean, well, I'm, I'm gonna fight for my patient. Yeah, but as much are as I you can. gonna sit there and waste? Forty-five minutes arguing with the guards. Well, th- over I mean, there could there could be an e- there could be a happy medium found, and yep. I, and literally, like, I just thought it up just like this. Okay, we're gonna fly him. You guys get, get in your get truck, in your little truck, start heading that way. Yep. And what we can do is we can contact the hospital there, have their security people, mm-hmm. have you know deputies on hand to receive the helicopter. Yep. So he will be in custody the moment he touches the roof. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean. It, there's there's you, you ways got, around you, it. You got to give me something, guys. Right. And at know? this point, he's not even honestly alert right. enough. It's not like he's just really badly mangled and alert. Well, right. and that's it. Yeah. It's not like he's running away. And Gerard, that is a brilliant point yeah. in getting local law enforcement involved, Absolutely. just as a receiving. Hey, they're on their way. This right. is you know we know they're going to transport. This is to a life saving measure right now. Right. We need to. Right. This, has this to isn't happen. this isn't yeah. something that we're worried that he's going to jump out of the helicopter, steal the helicopter, kill the pilot, right. crash the bird. It's not going to happen. This isn't Con Air. Right. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. <laughs> right. He, you know, he's going to be RSI'd and he's going to be Trejo intubated and he's going to be yes. sleeping right. the whole way. So, no med flight was ever called. Yeah, I don't like right? that. Right. I didn't like that either. But now here is the fucking crazy part. And this is the part that I alluded to that I don't even think is legal. But I don't know. So this company, this particular company that does their local transports, mm-hmm. has in their company policy that they do not leave district. What? Period. End of story. What? Yes. So as it was explained to me, they could get a stroke. They could get an MI. And they don't transport They to could the right get a facility? multi-system trauma. They could get a stub toe. It goes the to the critical access, access center. Bullshit. Period. End of story. You know, they, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. How busy? I know. How busy are you I in last a town? There for more than a day. How busy? I are wouldn't you even in get hired there. Town if I heard of four thousand people that you cannot go to the proper hospital. What do you do? Two calls a day in a town of four thousand people? If that. Still. Still. But I'm saying it's so, not like they're so busy that they right, need an ambulance. Right, but 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 I mean, and I mean, and let's be honest. For whatever reason, the more rural, the more legit the calls seem to be. You know, because yeah, nobody calls when you're out right. in the middle of nowhere because exactly. they figure it out. So, right, right. So, all the more reason to go to the appropriate have, center. Right, not have this type of policy in place. Yeah. yeah. So, is it a written policy or just one of those? No, like, this assumed? is this is in the you know SOPs of the of the business. Wow. You know, that's bullshit. That I have never heard of something so ridiculous. I, pre- I have never heard of something <laughs> so crazy. I am pretty sure that the laws of Dewey, Fuck him, and How will probably <laughs> have something to say about that. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that she got that. <laughs> but, but it's, you know, it is, it is mind-boggling to me how, again, you could have figured out flight. Right. So you don't have to transport outside of your district. Right. Nope, nope, we're just not going to try. And we're honestly, just going to go where we normally right, and go. Honestly, I want to get to that critical access hospital. That's my closest option to, to get this guy intubated, get right. this guy, you know, some blood product, really have things taken care of with a physician, right? I can get a doctor's hands on this guy a lot sooner. Right. So while I have we're a waiting question. for the aircraft. <laughs> right. You know. At what point do you cross the line between nearest, closest facility to stabilize and Going to the going appropriate to center. The appropriate to me, it's it's a question of if I can honestly say that this patient can can last the hour. Mm-hmm. That if we're going to go an hour to the appropriate facility, 
and I can answer the question in my mind that, yep, he's going to make it, no questions asked, 100%. We're going to the appropriate facility. If I go, well, it could go either way, we're not going to the appropriate facility. We're going straight to the nearest one. And and I'll take it one further because, yes, you do have to look at it as are they going to make it in that hour drive yeah. or the 10 minutes to the critical access, or is it, okay, do I, what does this, what does this patient need? They need blood. Can I give that to them in an hour? No. Do they need an airway? Yes. Are they unresponsive enough that I can do that? Not yet. Do I have RSI capabilities? No. So they need a definitive airway. Where can I get that? Critical access. I haven't needle decompressed. They need chest issues. Like they have chest issues. They need chest treatments. We have B and C issues that we still have to deal with. Right. Exactly. So all measures point to... Critical access, and even if, Gerard, you wanted, I liked your point earlier where you go to the critical access and land the bird at the critical access right, and or say, nearby, listen, whatever, yeah. right, and say, listen, we're going to boogie over there. It's 20 minutes plus lift for the aircraft. Cool, whatever. Meet us there. And, right. By the time and the patient will be hanging will, and everything. Right, and they'll right. be in a lot better shape to get on that chopper. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I like that idea. I don't think that's that this gentleman is ever going to make it the hour. No. Um, I would be hard-pressed, even without that stupid policy, to bypass the critical access or the or the bird. Yeah, I like, also have like, a like, follow-up question. I was going to say, I mean, like, like in this situation, yeah, I'm going to the critical access not because it's my policy. It's because this is actually the right thing to do. Correct. So you know. say there's a cloud over Omaha. You're not getting a bird. Is it possible, not that you're kidnapping a doctor, but to take Absolutely. a doctor and some blood and just be like, hey, <laughs> we're going a- for a drive. Or, or, or believe it or not, you can, I mean, depending on how close the freaking airport is, I mean, you can bring the flight crew in the, in the back of the ambulance. Mm-hmm. I've done yeah. it. Yeah, so this actually sounds <laughs> like a place I used to work out west, and we actually had one of the, uh, the air medical uh, birds literally like half a mile from our station. And the critical, local critical access hospital is literally like a block away from our station. Mm-hmm. So we would routinely take people that were critical to the critical access, run over to the hot, to the airport, <laughs> grab pick them. up the flight crew, yeah. run them back to the hospital, and everybody does, you know, we all kind of pitch in, everyone pretty much does something. Yep. And then once the patient's stable, you know, throw them in the back of the truck, over the airport, onto the bird, off they go, bye-bye. Right. So, yeah. I mean, it... it because I have that experience, literally that was like the first thing I thought of was, yeah, this dude's going to that hospital, I'm getting a bird, I'm putting him there, right. and we're going to, if we have to move the, tr- the flight crew ourselves, we'll do it. Yep. You know? Yeah, and again, those are operational type things that yeah. people don't necessarily think about. Or know of. Right. No. Oh, and that's the other thing, and, and I know uh, the company that we primarily use here in this state, um, or in this, this part of the state, um, yeah, they'll, they'll, their whole thing is, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if if you want us to get in the back of your ambulance, you know, because we'll the weather sucks or our pilot timed out or whatever, we'll do it. Right. You know, and, and I've I've transported, you know, I've been in the back with the flight crew and yep. the patient, you yep. know, for an hour and change going, you know, to a hospital before. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would have to imagine it's not dissimilar in other places. I agree. So Yeah. Especially because, again, like the company that my wife works for, is in 48 of the 50 states. That is true, yeah, so. You know, and their their policies are similar right. across the board. Pretty much. You know, 
So they, uh, the, this crew begins the 10-minute transfer to the critical access center. Um, the medic is still ventilating with the BVM. And what is the EMT doing? Driving. Oh, okay. Because, you know, right. gotcha. they only have two-person crew. Um, he is, uh, he's now bradycardic, still losing blood pressure Are because, you know, CFR shocker. certified? No. Oh. Ellie, I, I don't know. Honestly, yeah. I don't know. Guard? I, I think no, they have I th- to have I think CPR. They, I think they have CPR, yeah. Um, uh, guard, start bagging. <laughs> well, it depends on what level of CPR they've been trained to. Right. Are, are they trained as a provider or are they just trained as bystander? Right. I honestly don't know the answer to that. That would be something good to ask the next time we go into a prison around I'll here. I'll ask. Oh, I don't know how to beg. Okay, here, guard, here's your pocket mask. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Please hold. I'll let you know. So, so, they, uh, so cutting to the chase, as we all know, bradycardia, still losing blood pressure. Right. He's, he's going to code and eventually yeah, and, does. And you're just sitting there bagging. Right. You're just sitting there bagging, right? And um, because the medic is so occupied with the bagging, they completely missed the opportunity to shock the V-fib that goes by on the monitor. Oh, shit. Right? So, because you're bagging, well, you so see it, you're like, oh, shit, pads. By the time pads get on the patient, right, V-fib's gone. Right. Now we're racist. Well, it's funny. I mean, so I, I, I painted myself into this exact corner before. Um, not this. Not this bad? Not this exact, <laughs> well, well, I mean, not exactly like this, but in the same point where I had to make a decision, do I... Just say fuck it and let's go, and I'll just bag the patient all the way there, or do I continue to try and you know? I mean, I, uh, after being on scene for like forty minutes, trying to you know get things taken care of, it, it was just finally just fuck it, uh, let's just go. Right. And it was the same thing. I I painted myself into a corner, and this you know, is my job, and I lost. Yeah. You know it 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 there was but th- there was nothing. I mean, there was one thing I could have done, but I never thought of it at the time. But yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll probably talk about this someday. Yep. But, uh yeah, it, it, but once you commit yourself to that, to that action, to that action, yeah, you're that's it, man. Your whole world is now they're breathing. Yep. That's it. Yeah, you know? and yeah, again, if you stop, they die. Yeah, you know. And here's just a case where everything compounded. You knew this was going to yeah. happen eventually, and they they just. I mean, maybe grab one of the nurses. Yeah. Place. You know, hey, come with us. Yep. If we're going 10 minutes down the road. If they could spare. down the road, I need extra hands. Yep. I don't care. Right? You know. Yeah. What about calling the local fire department? Right. Somebody. Say, hey, are, do you yeah. have local EMTs available? Yeah, I mean, I don't you know, know what they've got. I don't either, I don't but I'm is, just but yeah. spitballing ideas. Right. Again, yeah, operational help. Especially in a town that small, you could probably call somebody else that works for that ambulance agency. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, he's now in asystole. And the medic stops bagging, begins manual CPR. Um, They arrive at the hospital a few minutes later. and um, It's like he was only 10 minutes away. Right. And I'm going to put in air quotes the ER staff, because remember, critical access is really not an ER. Um, Takes him in and continues the resuscitation. Now, uh, it was was told to me that this, at this point in time, this ER has no RT on, on, on staff at this point in time. There's two RNs, one ER tech, and one PA managing the ER. Yeah. Um, Do PAs intubate? Yes. In in certain critical access centers, they are given doctor level stuff. I don't really know what a PA can do, so. PA stuff? Doctor light. Yes. It's like an intermediate, it's like a paramedic light. 
You know, they can do sutures. They can give, you know, prescriptions. Yeah, they, and, yeah, they can write scripts. They can you know, stuff, they can yeah. do a lot of things. I but don't know if they could intubate. Oh, yeah. They can in critical access places. I don't know if they can in, like, an ER under a physician. Well, some ERs, too, like, only respiratory therapists right, can yeah, intubate. Doctors don't even do it. Right, yeah, doctors not do Right, right. And that's, and that's where I say well, in... Which is funny, that the, the place I was literally just talking about where I used to work, and uh, the critical access facility there, they would routinely call us. <laughs> to like, Yeah, they'd be like, hey, are you guys in quarters? And we're like, yeah. Hey, can you come down? Because at the time, we were actually based out of the back of the hospital. <laughs> and they were like, hey, can you come down here? We need somebody intubated. Mm-hmm. And I'd come down and I'm like, okay, what do you need? Okay, here we go. Yep. All right. Yeah, it's bye, guys. You know? <laughs> policy is interesting yeah. depending on where you are, you know, yep. what people can do. So, um, as I said, no IV lines were ever actually placed until they got to the ER. So they begin by placing the two IV lines. Um, they start running fluids and immediate blood products during the resuscitation. Um, epinephrine was given via ACLS protocols, and um, they he was actually intubated after doing a needle decompression in the left chest wall. Okay, finally. So finally, right? Uh, after approximately 15 minutes, they're actually able to regain pulses. Yeah, it's because they gave him something to circulate. Correct, right? And they fixed the lung issue. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that whole, you know. Was probably crushing his heart. Right, you know. So that whole tension pneumo factor. Yeah. So they begin uh, a levofed and an epinephrine drip to maintain the blood pressure and the heart rate. And um, he is also receiving, uh, this I don't technically agree with, but they started doing a... Um, uh, Versed for sedation, which I don't know. Like that blood pressure? Well, that's it. You're giving them levofed and epinephrine to hold the blood pressure, and then you're going to give them Versed to not hold the blood pressure. Maybe it's all they have. It's it's possible. I honestly don't know. Um, but, again, something just for th- food for thought for us, you got that stuck to the goddamn table, didn't you? I couldn't get it off. You so. suck. <laughs> She didn't want to pull it out of her bra. You suck. <laughs> it stuck it was stuck on my shirt that I didn't realize was stuck on my shirt. <laughs> Fucking stickers. <laughs> so anyhow, um, I want to. I w- as as we're winding down on this, I want to kind of get your guys' thoughts to the whole incident here. Um, I know there's a lot of operational things, yeah. but care wise. What do you real like? What do you what think do? about the the <laughs> care that the EMT and the paramedic provided? What did we I, do? Not a so, lot. No, so, see, like I was on board with the, you know, maybe let's let's start getting out of this prison sooner rather than later. But you gotta you gotta do some work, man. Right. I mean, you gotta just because the critical access yeah. is ten minutes away, like you still need to do something. I mean, that patient died because hey, of you. <laughs> right. Like, like we've said before, hey, if I need my EMT, hey, guard, do you know how to drive? <laughs> Do you have a driver's license? Yeah, good. Get up front. Can your right foot go up and down like this? Yeah, good. That means you can work the gas pedal. Go ahead and drive us to the hospital, okay? Because I need my I need my partner back here with me. So now my EMT can beg, and I can do everything you know, else under the sun. Well, right. I, I, everything I, I, else I under the sun. Use my magic. Yes. Right. So um, ultimately, that first crew leaves. Black magic. Black magic. <laughs> Voodoo magic. Ooh. Voodoo magic. So the uh, the first crew leaves the ER, returns to service because they did a bang-up job. And about one hour later, another ambulance arrives 
to conduct a transport to the level two trauma center an hour away. Shocker. Right? Mm. Uh, this is a commercial ambulance service from a whole nother town right. staffed with, again, paramedic EMT configuration. Gotcha. During the time that the second ambulance took to arrive, the ER also managed to suture some of the more shallow lacerations okay. to, you know, yeah, that's good. do some stuff. Um, but they were unable to close every single one of them. Right. Some are still bandaged just with gauze and still oozing. Um, so the crew will transfer all of the drips, the vents, and other equipment over to their stuff. Yep. Oh, that poor paramedic. <laughs> yep. Package this patient into their ambulance. And the only drip that was not able to be transferred was the blood because they don't have the capabilities without the nurse right. on board to, to do the blood. So vital signs are retaken by the second paramedic. And uh, the BP is 73 over 50 via the NIBP cuff. Okay. And that's, again, with Epi and Levafed running. Um, and heart rate is 78. Sinus rhythm on the monitor. Respiratory rate is 18 via the vent. And uh, they're satting at 96%, which is phenomenal. Yeah. So good intubation, you know, we're, we're doing good things here. How long was he without oxygen to the brain, though? That's like Again, who knows, yeah. right? Too long. Way too long. So transfer begins, um, and during the trip, the medic notes that the blood pressure begins to steadily decrease, okay. uh, while also they're, they're trying to combat that by increasing the dosage of the levofed. What was my other question? I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but... Um, we know he had volume loss because, you know, he was tanked. Where did it go? Yeah. I right. Mean, you, you didn't describe, a, you know, like a murder scene. Nope. So there was, there was blood on him, but we had a underneath lot of, of him. But we had a lot of stab wounds. But so there was a lot of stab wounds. I'm so again, where the it, fuck did it go? I think a lot of it went in the cavity. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. How big's his belly? Right. Yeah. Right. What did they nick with the freaking shank? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I had to get approval. That was the right word. Yes, right? that was the right word. So, yeah, right, noun and verb. Yeah, noun which which verb. organs and shit got nicked on the way in? Yep. Probably you know, a spleen. Yeah. Wait, right side? Vena, right side. You have your vena cava there, too. You've got you know, aorta over here. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there that bleeds. Yeah, man. Yeah. So um, the they're, they're trying to, you know, fight the blood pressure F2 decrease liver. via the, uh, the levofed by increasing right. that dosage. Um, but as you literally just alluded to, the medic also notes that the bandaging is still wet, right? right? It's still getting more and more wet. Thank that you, Emily. Wet bandage. <laughs> and um, the abdomen is now becoming firm. Okay, that's right? where it's going. Um, and uh, it's now slightly distended from just when they met them, you yeah. know, 15, 20 minutes ago. Honestly, good for this paramedic for noticing that. Yes, right? Yeah. You see the tail of two sides here, right? Yeah. So... They will actually make it to the level two trauma center. And the, they have a systolic pressure of 61, a heart rate of 68. So he's not phenomenal, yeah. but he's, he's living at this point in time. Um, he is sent to the OR. There are many yeah. levels of dead. He's, just, like, he's just mostly dead. He's just mostly dead, yeah. right? His foot is over. <laughs> so he's, he's sent to the OR after a brief um, time in the ER. Uh, because the ER wanted to place an immediate chest tube. Right. So they place a chest tube, send him up to the OR. He then undergoes two multi-hour surgeries. I would imagine. Right. Um, and sadly, he does not make it out of the second surgery. 
So um, with what I got, apparently there was, uh, you know, significant internal bleeding. They did find, um, you know, some severe liver damage on that right-hand side. And again, you, you know, you carry 13% of your blood volume in your liver at any one second. That's a your lot. Your liver bleeds. Your liver and your spleen are your two biggest bleeders right. in the body. Yeah, and right. I mean, and that would have been the other thing to look at is, you know, the color of the blood coming out of the wound. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it's not bright red, if it's, if it's like dark, has a dark black look to it. Yep. That's a pretty good clue that the liver just got. Yeah. Got toasted. Yep. Yeah. Got yeah. shivved. <laughs> shivved. Yes. <laughs> so. So, yeah, so there's there's just a whole lot to unpack in this whole, like, as, you know, in the call as a whole. Um, I think the biggest thing is, and, and we've we've nailed it multiple times, is not addressing the ABCs as we should have in this whole time. Yeah. Like, there was a whole lot of stuff being done, but there was a whole lot of nothing yeah. being done while you're doing whatever. I mean, you know, absent lung sounds on one side, diminished on the other. Okay, you you addressed this, you know, the one, you know, chest wound. How about yeah, let's 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 ventilate this patient. Yeah. You know. Immediately. ELS level, you know, stuff right there. Right. You, know, that, you, you don't even have to think about the that. The nurse was there. Right. Right? The nurse, nurse could you know the nurse this, could be right? bagging. The nurse yeah. the nurse was already bandaging stuff. Let them bandage. The right. EMT could go and bag the mm-hmm. patient. You know, yeah. use those resources. Absolutely. I th- so I think that right there is probably that is, I think one of the the problems with this one is is not using the resources appropriately. appropriately yeah. Right. And I think you know, again, this is just hearsay and opinion. But where was the mindset of the paramedic in this whole situation? To in prison. You know. <laughs> yes, I know that's where they were. No, 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 but. <laughs> Maybe I mean Hello Captain Obvious. <laughs> but they're at a prison We're picking call on her a lot today. With a really bad shiving. And honestly Shiving just sounds dirty. They might have just lost their head and it's not an excuse, but No, I mean We're you, human. It happened you, and that's why I bring it up when because you take it as a whole, it almost it almost has this. So, so I mean Were they a baby paramedic? Was there si- this their I second honestly, call I honestly ever? have no well, idea. You know, initially I'm thinking, like, my train of thought would be, okay, you know, we know it's going to be, you know, a 20, 30-minute process to get out. So, okay, let's 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 move things along a little faster than I would have normally liked to. But we need to take the whole call now. So we now we've got all the information. We have the entire picture. And to me, looking at everything in its entirety, it's screams – I just want to get to the fucking hospital as fast as possible right now. I don't care. Let's just go. Yeah. We got to get to the hospital. It's okay, almost the hospital. like they're the scared. Hospital. Right. Yeah. Right. It's get their itis. I got it. Right. We just got to go to the <laughs> hospital. Yeah. That's a new one. That isn't. We've that's been making up a lot no, of new no, words no, today. That's, that's actually an aviation term. Yeah. <laughs> get their itis. Yeah. Get their itis. All right. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, it really does sound almost more like, you know. Well, hold, hold on. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. What? She literally just like she did like a magician thing, you know, like how they usually like, all of a sudden boom, a, th- a flower <laughs> pops out of their freaking hand. Yep. She literally did the whole thing, poof, and a fucking laryngoscope handle just popped out into her hand. Yes. Now did you see, see that? Now see, I'm not so surprised because I know that's that that. What? I know that is in her pocket. Why is that in your pocket? Because there's only so many baby scopes to practice with, so I keep it in my pocket so I can practice on the mannequin. 
her hands are too small for I the for the big the boy handle. One. So she intubates with the tiny handle. So when I we need to practice, I need to be able to find a baby scope without I, breaking I, out the kids' kid every time. I thought for a second she might have had that in a prison wallet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where'd that come from? You know? And it... <laughs> Shit! <laughs> yes! Thank you. Good night. I'm here all week. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the veal. <laughs> I, you so I did much. it. I did it. Um. <laughs> <sighs> oh! Thank you, God. She now. just got it. <laughs> we, we have correlation. We've achieved it. And now, do you understand why tubular rubber yeah. slippery? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's the full circle, everyone. Fucking <laughs> hey. Um That was awesome. Just watching her under- <laughs> fully understand the horror of what I was talking about. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Right. Yeah. Well, my so. job here is done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We just need to end this. <laughs> I hope everybody has a lovely, I don't even know what day this is airing. Fif- it's I it's will, airing on the 15th. I, I will point out that I did not make a single toss in a salad joke. That is true. Okay. Yeah. I didn't give you the opportunity to really... Oh, I could have, I could have worked it in. In fact, there were a few places I wanted to work it in, but I was like, nah, I'm like, I'm gonna behave. I'm not gonna do that. You behaved never. People, people are disappointed now. Well, you know, they'll have to listen to the next one. <laughs> Maybe you can throw it in in the blender yeah, you know, jokes, sir. Yeah, you know, you like know. instead of uh, asking, you know, hey, when was the last time they said normal? Hey, when was the last time uh, I had a salad tossed? <laughs> See, yeah. you didn't make it through. Now hey, there we go. <laughs> Fucking children. Uh, I, I hate to disappoint. <laughs> this is why we don't let Kelly here. Because we are... She's just eggs me on, man. She's yep. just... Yeah. Poke, poke, poke. Yeah. I could tell this on a salad joke. <laughs> I, I did. I did. Next. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. So we will see you in uh, in February. We did conclude what we were talking about, though, right? I yes. don't think so. Okay. What did, well, what, I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about. I neither. See, there was this call at the prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get their itis. <laughs> oh, yeah, get the, that's where we right, derailed, so, to get their itis. Right, so you fuck. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Thanks. Uh, I am's what I am's. Um, Everybody have a good night. <laughs> so, yeah. This uh, is why we don't record I, 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 in the afternoons. We say that about every time we record. This is why we don't do it in the morning. This is why we don't do it in the afternoons. We this is why we don't do it at night. <laughs> we should like, just, we should just give up. We should fucking move on. <laughs> but, <sighs> but no. Um, <laughs> hey, guess what? They picked that up in my microphone. <laughs> believe it was a case Sorry, COVID of, cough. I, I do believe it was a case. Well, you are one of the branch COVIDians. Yes. I yes. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I do believe it was a case of, hey, I'm freaking out here. Just when you take the whole picture in. It's, I 100% I, agree. I, I need help. I got. I just got to go. Right. I think that's what it all boiled down to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it seems like that, again, we can't specifically make 
you know, opinions and gestures. But if you're looking at the whole picture, you know, there is a lot of things that happened, again, in a lot of time that they spent with this patient. And nothing really actually happened. Right. You know, and I think human error was the the human factor, the human stress factor just took over. Yeah. I mean, it it literally looks like everything that was done was done to facilitate getting Getting, the fuck out. Right. I agree. You know. So, guys, I will uh, say toodaloo. Um, We will see you on February 1st. Gerard, lead us out. Donuts and salads. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like more information on the podcast or to send us a call to review, visit medicmaterials.com forward slash podcast. To learn more information, like us on Facebook at Medic Materials EDU or watch our weekly instructional videos on the Medic Materials YouTube channel.